Thank you to the Patreon supporters of the What Remember podcast. Jacqueline M., Matt J., Nathan E., Paul and Sandy J., and Big Time Jim. Help support the show by going to patreon.com slash whatweremember. Pledge a monthly amount to give to us. Get your name right at the beginning of every episode. Get access to content you can't get on our normal feed. And just help support the show. Patreon.com slash what we remember. Thanks. It's springtime. Why is it so cold? Because it's early spring. Wobble wobble. What does that mean? Global warming. Cabo wobble? That's why it's cold. It's six days into global warming. Cabo Wabo? Is that a, like, yeah, if that's not a festival in Cabo, they're missing out. A Wookalaka Weeki. Wookalaka Hockey. It's Cabo Wabo Week, man. Calabunga Dog. You guys going out for Cabo Wabo? Yeah. You know it. We're get that Cabo Wabo Burger. Good name for a kid, Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo Molden Hour. Ooh. Not bad. Cabo Hubert. That's hard to say. That's a mouthful. Don't name your kid. Cabo Hubert. That's too much. That's too much of a thing. Anything Jones is fine. Well, yeah, just generic. Yeah, Bikini Jones is any. Cabo Jones. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, pet that dog. Cabo Jones. Cabo is a good name for a pet. Yeah. My name is Bradley Jones. And I'm Andrew Moldauer. And I'm Andy Hubert. And this isn't a movie review podcast. Why would we do that? That's dumb. What are we, everyone else with a podcast? Come on. <laughs> That's the podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie that we haven't seen in a very long time. A very, very long time. And this is what we remember about Twilight Zone, the movie. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. Oh my god. I did it. I'm so it's great. You like it'd be great. You like Twilight Zone the episode. Yeah, well, I figured it would correspond. We're gonna be Whoa, this is weird because guess what I just did like an hour ago. Poop your poop your pants. I pooped my pants. <laughs> what a cool I'm in the Twilight Zone! <laughs> <laughs> you poop, poop, poop your pants through that door in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> hey guys, can you close that door? It stinks. <laughs> that eyeball's like looking around, like ew. At this point, we probably already talked about the TV show. Yeah. Oh, but no, we no, no. Guess what I was gonna say though. What are you gonna say? I watched the first episode of the 1985 TV series. Oh, that's yeah, fun. Yeah. I watched the pilot. 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 The pilot <laughs> today. I gotta go turn my pilot light off. Yeah. <laughs> Get those low calorie pies. Yeah, that pilot. <laughs> like she was a pilot pen. <laughs> Man, I gotta cancel my pilot subscription. Yeah. So we've already been magazine. knee deep in new Twilight Zone by the time this episode airs. Oh my so god. I'm really excited. Oh, so who knows? Who's getting that CBS All Access? You are. Oh damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. How much does it cost? I need to figure that out. Yeah. Oh, well, Work it into you know, your budget. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it on the bill for It'll the podcast. Get those Patreon much. supporters It'll cost as much it. as yeah, a sandwich. Yeah, do that a little bit. Okay. We're going to do this. Yes. But let's talk about this movie. Yeah. Andy, you love the Twilight Zone. I love the Twilight Zone. Wait, you, have you seen I've it before? Loved, have you so, watched the Twilight Zone before? Yeah, I've loved the Twilight Zone <laughs> ever since the sci-fi channel played 24 hours of twilight zone on yes. new year's day son what year i don't know i was like that but with space goes coast to coast oh, they did that one new year's and i just watched all space Ghost. yeah i'm pretty sure they still do it mm-hmm. it's there's good. so many great episodes oh, too yeah. i mean this oh is, my god it's weird because Andy Hubert, this how's this movie start this of uh, the movie yeah it starts with the weird, like the the cold open where the guy is. Oh, is so he in a casino? Is it in the casino? No, is that, no, they're in a, a different thing. They're in a. Car. What are you thinking of? How is the casino? And then it's not a casino, and then he's on a plane, and then no, there's never a casino. I'm <laughs> thinking of an actual Whoa. Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, Jen- <laughs> no, Brad, you know how this starts. Yeah, we got Albert Brooks. Uh huh. And, Dan- and Danny Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. Aykroyd's. <laughs> Yikes! Get some cream. Yeah. They're in a car. They're in an uh-huh. ambulance, I think. They're in a car. Or they're in just a regular old car. They're in car. a regular reg, mm-hmm. reg car. And they're they're obviously it's obviously Dan Aykroyd and Albert Brooks because John Landis like helmed this entire project. Yeah, was he yep. like the, the He was main the main brain? guy, yeah. Did he what segment did he direct? So He directed the, the film, opening, he directed that. There's three. There's four. There's four There's four. Technically four. 
Yeah, there's four. There's four segments in the I film, believe. each each ha- uh, helmed by different directors. Each about super a half famous directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're remakes, loose remakes of old Twilight Zones, like done in like a modern way and with the twist of the, the yeah, director. There's and in three. Color. There's three and loose color. remakes, and one is an original. One's a brand new Zgies. Yes, Ooh, fancy. Which I think the John Landis one is the new one. That is that one short? Sense. Is this is this just the car that John Landis won, or is that something else? No, that's just the opening. John okay. Landis also directed that. Okay, yeah, so the movie opens with them driving. They're talking about spooky stuff. They, I think they bring up the Twilight Zone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they talk about their like favorite episodes. And they're in a car talking about like scary stuff they've seen. Yeah, and, this this scene is freaky. Yeah, and Dan, <laughs> Dan Erkoid says that he like wants to show Albert Brooks something like real scary. Or is it the other way around? I forget. No, it's yeah, it's yeah. Dan Erkoid because he's driving. He's like, you want to see something really scary? Mm-hmm. Or Albert Brooks is driving. One or the other. One or the other. And we he, know one of them is driving. Yeah, he looks at what <laughs> he looks away, and like everything's been fun in games. And he turns to him, and he's got this. He's got like a blue like. Yeah. Uh... He's got million dollar monster makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> when Twilight Zone was like budgeting. This We're gonna like, need him to be a monster. <laughs> they crank the budget up yeah. of Twilight Zone episodes for this film. Yeah. Just threw it at it and like scary. It's so scary. It's so yeah. and, it, and then they the car rumbles around and they shakes around and the pans up and then we get the Twilight Zone introduction. Twilight Zone the movie. Okay. Twilight Zone the movie has begun. And is there a narrator? It's gotta be. Does Rod Serling narrate this? Is he alive? That's a damn good question. He might have just died, actually. <laughs> Somebody he was does. doing Night Gallery for a little while. I think he might have died in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the first segment that we see? The first segment has to do with... Oh, geez. I don't want to talk too much. You can talk no, a little go, bit. No, go, go. I'm in here. He's, he's okay. listening. Yeah. The first segment has to do... about the airplane one. Oh, that... You... No. He'll talk okay. about the airplane one. The, yeah, the I, first I the segment is the racist. Is it the no. one where they go back in time? That's all. That's the one I think yes. goes first. Okay. So it ha- it starts at a bar. The race is the name of the it's Twilight like a, Zone episode. I'm guessing it's like a Confederate, like Kentucky yeah, yeah, yeah. bar. I don't yeah. know why I just put those two things together. Mm-hmm. But so Germany has won the war. Well, he's so it's it's like 1980. Uh huh. It's current modern time. Everyone's like, "You're so racist. You're such a ornery old man. Like, why are you so mean?" And like, people in the bar are just saying this to him. Something like that. <laughs> But he, I think he has, like, some interaction with a black guy where he doesn't treat this guy right and he wants to, like, get into a fight with him or something like that. Okay, yeah. Or he's, like, stereotyping this guy. Like, he thinks, he thinks he's robbing something. hmm Now, I don't know how he goes into the Twilight Zone, but all of a sudden, I think he, like, gets chased or something like that. Yeah, mob chases him into somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he ends up running into some, some tall grass. And when he comes out, he's, like, in the jungle of Vietnam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who directed this one? John Landis. Okay. Yeah. Now, this was the one where there was, like, the he got in a whole lot of trouble for, for this shoot, right? With the, the helicopter crash and all that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, this has some very bad news. This it? is some, this is one of those, yeah, like, the movie Twilight industry is not... Poltergeisty thing happening? Yeah, the lead actor died. Oh, jeez. And some kids. And two, <laughs> oh, two like, Lord. Filipino <laughs> it was, children. Let's yeah. not do this movie anymore. Let's no, take it back. But then nice. it got into, like, they didn't have, like, permits for them. They knew it wasn't oh, safe. Geez. And they didn't tell people things. That like, so it was a whole... So that's why John Landis never made a movie ever again, huh? <laughs> that's <laughs> a bummer. Talking about? He made uh, Beverly Hills 3. <laughs> I don't think he directed that one. He totally directed that <laughs> oh, one, <okay>. man. <laughs> no, but, yeah, uh, I think it's Vic Morrow. I think that might be the actor's name. Yeah. Yeah, he was right. in in a helicopter with two other children and some something went wrong and mm-hmm. it went down and and crashed. So spoil are we going to spoil the twisties or we're just going to let them ride? Oh, we got to spoil them. Spoil the twisty in this one. Okay, so what what's happening is he's like jumping through timelines. Mhm. So he like he's in the jungle of Vietnam. So is this quantum leap or sliders? Sliders, right? Yeah. Sliders. There should be more yeah. sliders. Yeah. 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 But he realizes that he's not an American in the Vietnam experience. Like, he's he's a Vietnamese person. So that is Quantum Leap. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. It's a mix of both. It's a Quantum Slider. Ooh. Yep. That's from, from White Castle. Slide and Leap. Do it like Quantum Slider. Ooh. So it goes through you so fast. <laughs> oh, jeez. White Castle already goes through me fast enough. Yeah. Quantum <laughs> speed Faster now. than the speed of light. <laughs> Less fat than cat food, those White Castle burgers, fun fact. (laughs) 
And I think too, like he he like they they do like weird cuts, like where he maybe goes underwater, and then it like cuts to as him coming up from the water, and he's like somewhere in like. 1940s germany okay and he's being this, this like is where ch- i get the movie yeah yeah he's like being chased by the the ss yeah they they because he's jewish so like they're trying to like round up people and put him into like a train and he gets into that train i think even like he gets like crammed into this train and so i think it's just those like two main experiences He's, like, bouncing between both, like, repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, oh, he's in the middle of this big, like, battle in Vietnam in this jungle. And then he's, like, cut to being chased by the SS until, in the end, he comes back to the bar. So he, like, comes out of this grass and he's, like, back to the bar. And I think he has, like, a new appreciation for, ah. like, the, what immigrants have gone through or what, like, maybe uh, minority populations have gone through. He gets a different perspective. A life lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this this one was like kind of completely made up, maybe kind of pulling pieces here and there from storylines mm-hmm. in in the Twilight Zone. But this next one was not. This was this was an episode. The of next the Twilight three Zone. are definitely yeah yeah. The next one I don't know the name of the episode, but this is the one Steven Spielberg directed. Kick the can. A bunch of old people <laughs> turn into young people. Uh huh. It's like Pee Wee Two, <laughs> where they eat the hot dogs and become little kids again. <laughs> And it's kind of like, uh, oh, what's is the it, movie that we just cocoon. saw? Cocoon. Yeah. Does it take place in a retirement center? It's Yeah, it's at a okay. retirement home. And they're just all old, bunch of old fogey people. Yep. They're on the last rope. Yeah. What makes them turn into... They all have like health into, issues and... What makes them turn into kids? Is it the k- kicking the can? Is it just that act of doing that thing? Yeah. What is it exactly? I, it's not hot dogs. Is it a... I think a Don't kid, say hot dogs. I think one... Eat a hot dog. No, I think one older person <laughs> has a vision of his younger self that comes to him and gives him oh, a can. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then they, just, they all just transform. And he said, we're going to play kick the can tonight. Mm. And so then like it becomes it's like a their thing. La- it's like their last hurrah before mm-hmm. they shuffle off into the mortal coil. Yeah. And I think uh, I think Scatman Crothers is in this. Do up boop da da I think everybody would know Scatman Crothers from The Shining. The Shining. Mm-hmm. Yes. The guy who could also read minds or whatever it's called. He could shine. He had the shinning. <laughs> he was very shiny. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess that And this is kind of, I don't know if, what the conflict is in this particular episode, other than just no, having a good time. Yeah, there's really... I always skip this one. It's boring. If I'm being honest. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't really know why Steven picked this one. Me neither. There's so, so many basically, other things to choose from. Maybe it was like the, to fill a genre, because the other ones are scary yeah yeah I mean, we just didn't want to do a scary one yeah i want to do a more I mean, but there, there's to, more like you get to have a story with kids do. which he like always does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the monsters live on main street would have been great oh man love that one. i don't know if you could remake that one. yeah it's too Sign good of the time it's like too good that also must be part of it like because they stayed away from the most well-known episodes i feel sure yeah the, the yeah. ones that had like too obvious of yeah a, mm-hmm. the conclusion book of man what's it called to serve man to serve man yep. the eyeglasses guy mm-hmm. like those are the pig one the pig one yeah so they just kind of just like those are too them. obvious mm-hmm. yeah so the let's, i don't the, know what happens in the, this yeah okay so the kick the can it. one what happens in the end is they keep playing this game and they sh- they go out at nighttime and just by going out to play kick the can all of them just are suddenly younger oh, again okay and then the last like little kind of decision is this this one guy is really unhappy that his family has put him up in this nursing home mm-hmm. and they keep the at the very beginning they're visiting him and they're like spending time with him and then they're like we gotta go like because it's the weekend we won't see you till next weekend he's like well like can't you guys come back sooner like i don't want to be here i'm really bored in the long run in the end of the episode he ends up uh, deciding to continue to remain a kid like big like big yeah but in reverse like he wishes Benjamin he was in button yeah right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like he he's reuniting with his youth which is what he wishes all along and well, he gets what he, he wants he's got his health again and he's not returning let's chuck it along to the next one Gone. we got joe dante i think yeah yeah what's the name of this episode 
Uh, the, the kid, the good the kid, the good, good son, the, is or it the called good, the good kid, something um, like that. Andy Hubert, the good, is good place. Jump in when you got some some feelers the out good, here. The good place, the good son, all these existing properties. It's yeah. one of those. Yeah, I definitely liked the original. It was fun, the black and white version. It yeah. was like about a little kid on a farm. Who, yeah, like, and I, guess who's in that one? It's um, it's Ron Howard. Yeah, I was gonna say a little Ronnie Howard oh. in that one. A little Ronnie, Ronnie Howard. Hmm. Wonder why he didn't direct this one. Then it would have been a fun thing. Yeah, would have been yeah. at the same time. Hmm. So there's a little kid. Did Joe Dante direct this one? I feel like he did, dog. Who's the other mm. one? The other the one. Other director. Maybe he. Because I think Joe Dante directed the other one. I don't think Toby Hooper. Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. You're you're right. It is this one. It's one of the other. It's either Toby Hooper this or one Joe is Dante. The, this one like is the better one. I think. I love this one. This one is like they're both the, good. These the last two are great. Scariest one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got a creepy little kid with blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who it's, has it starts at no, it starts a with a teacher. The teacher is she's is driving coming in, driving in from the fog to a house. Yeah, and she's kind of like lost in the middle of nowhere. She stops mm-hmm. at a gas station, right? And like the kid is at the gas station. Is he? And he's okay. like, oh no, like I I could show you where you need to go. And then he's like, well, hey, like let's just stop at my house. Like my family's about to have dinner. Like mm-hmm. why don't you come over? We're about to watch like cartoons and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's she kind of feels like she has to go with him but i don't really I don't know, know what what i think it's one of those like her. like she doesn't really I, don't, I feel like it's like she didn't really want to but like it's impolite to say no like she might like it's or she's kid. just curious about something yeah oh maybe she, yeah she's like overly nice mm-hmm. i think yeah too. i think that's just it she's just like a really nice to kids thing but they get to the house the whole family is acting super weird yes <sighs> the boss from uhf is in this in the scene oh <laughs> oh he is yes i love that guy what is his name i have no oh, idea can tell you Robert, it's not Robert Wagner. <laughs> no. We said that before. He's in a lot of stuff still. I think he's still oh, working. God. If he's alive, he's still working. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the other family members are. Well, There's an. He's actually in some old Twilight Zone episodes. That's really good. Like, <laughs> is he a grandpa? Because yeah. there's a family yeah, yeah. dynamic. Yeah, he's like the grandpa or the uncle. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it mom, dad, grandpa? Does he have another sibling? I think he does. There's There's a, sister. a sister. Sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Oh, oh, even I knew that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, everything's kind of off yeah with this family directing two two nice, family yeah two stepford wives and you know what you know why it's a special day too it is his birthday it's his, his birthday. birthday again is what the sister says mm-hmm. again this is when he gets the first look of like you shut up yeah sister. Shut up. gives him those eyes i'm gonna get you the original episode has freaked me the heck out yeah it's not kid. it's uncomfortable yeah the original the, the black and white one yeah yeah, and I think the original doesn't have as happy of an ending as this one does. I think the original, no, no. it definitely yeah. doesn't. <laughs> so we go through the. He's stuff. in total control in the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in this they have dinner. Yep, they have whatever they the kid wants or whatever his favorite um, meal. Yeah, yeah, everyone's very disappointed because it's like the same thing they've been eating for the last like twenty years. And yep. on top of that, they're about to watch some cartoons, mm-hmm. which, which are just straight up Looney so let's, Tunes. So let's just get to it. This kid has the ability to do literally anything. anything. Yep. With his mind. Anything he wants Whatever he can he make wants. happen. He happens. can control whatever. He can create things. He can change things. He can, he can manipulate things, things. And guess what he did to his sister upstairs? Turns her into a clown. No, he gets rid of her mouth. Yeah, he gets oh. rid of her mouth. And... He takes her mouth off of her face, mm. which is like such a yeah. freaky thing oh, to look at. So, so things start to escalate. The teacher is starting to figure stuff yeah, out. Yeah, she starts to realize that this is not okay. There's some crazy-ish happening in this house. <laughs> yeah. The creepiest thing that'll scar you as a child is that there's a jack-in-the-box that shows up, and when it opens up, it's a rabbit that's scary as <laughs> shit. A-F. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the scary, it's wiggling, it's drooling. Oh, now, God. I remember there being some, like, German expressionist I am getting stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's some, like, Tim Burton-esque Like, there's some yeah. weird stuff doors here. and stuff The in house there. starts I... to become unhinged. Yep. Yeah, like the house is like falling apart, or yeah. I'm like, making that up. Yes. He, the kid starts to get like angry and angry, and like the more it's he a goes, reflection it's like yeah, the feelings. house starts to distort with him. Yeah. So, um, but ha- what happens though? He turns all of his family members into things. Oh, does he? Yeah. The grandpa turns into Even something. The grandpa? He turns into like a stuffed animal, or yeah, he does all the yeah. It's. Mm-hmm. But 
He spares the teacher who's Wish the it character. away, Jonathan. Wish it away, oh my <laughs> the gosh. teacher says. Oh, what does she mean by that? She wants it to stop. There's, yeah. She's like frightening her. Yeah. Okay. Right, and he's afraid to scare her or something like no, that. No, like, he's he's, like, he just doesn't understand. He doesn't know his own powers. His like, parents aren't really, helping him. Yeah, like him. he doesn't... He like. He's kind of set up like sociopathic, but like he, yes. he as a as a kid, childlike innocence, where he doesn't understand the consequences of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't. He just gets morality. what he likes, and he doesn't think about it any right. further than that. It's if you took a kid to a toy store and they just could have anything they want every time they go there. Yeah, they don't have any self control. They think it's going to be that way forever. Mm-hmm. They have no experience to know anything is different than this. Yeah, yeah, but and then and then even beyond that, the teacher like adopts him. Yeah, at the end of the film, they, right? can, they like walk into like a weird foggy area. Yeah, where they're the teacher like says, like, "I can help I... you can control this. Like, I want to be your mentor." Yes, that's right. I forgot about this ending. Like, yeah, and it's like she's doing this kind of for the greater good. Like she's sacrificing Whoa. her own life for humanity yeah. just to like save us from this kid. Yeah, yeah, crazy. And yeah. the movie just kind of the ends. The it's 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 so creepy. It's it so was really because because suddenly it, she she becomes yes. like a like. I understand your power, mm-hmm. and, and we could work together. Right. Like it, it's like kind of a whoa, like yeah. She's gonna teach him to harness it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sound design's out of control in this segment. It's beautiful. It's great. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> Andy Huber, tell me about the last scene. It's a plane. <laughs> Who's in it? Who's in this? <laughs> I couldn't tell you anyone that's in this. What John Lithgow? John Lithgow's in this. Uh, uh, John Lithgow's in this one. Okay. Wait, let's edit it so you so you just say that John Lithgow's in this one without us saying it. Okay. Uh, John Lithgow. What? He's in this part? <laughs> Is he? I know. I you guys had no idea. I only sure. I knew oh, only I knew this. Andy. Wow. So uh Left yeah. field. Right. Mm. I just, I know this one so well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the original had Willie Schatz. It did. Oh, right. <laughs> Are we gonna Schatz. call him that? Why not? Whoa. Willie Schatz? Isn't that his name? Just, just, just chatting all <laughs> he better day. not call himself that. He took a big chat. <laughs> <laughs> he took a big chat all over this one. Oh no! Yeah, nightmare at ten thousand feet. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. <laughs> and he is he a good? Uh, does he good at flying? Does he like flying, Andy? He he does he enjoy of, it? He's reticent hmm. about flying. You don't say. You know, he's kind of like <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> Dude, they got like the fisheye lens in this going like crazy. Oh yeah, Dutch, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm expecting some Dutch angle. Yeah, oh it's like God. super Fish close on his over. forehead. You're like, whoa, he's forehead. Yeah. This might be the scariest thing ever in film. It's pretty freaky. This whole this, segment. This right whole here. segment is freaky. <laughs> so, so they're in a they're in a plane. Set set the tone. They so, definitely make this this one way better mm-hmm. than the original episode. Yeah, well, I feel like they blew a lot more money. On, like if they shot them in order, this was the one they shot first and wasted all their money on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then, yeah. Like, no, the other three like, didn't have a budget to do what They're this like, one could do. We're gonna do kick the can because it's <laughs> Steven Spielberg, show, Spielberg shows up. He's like, all right, which one am I gonna do? And they're like, sorry, I, they we blew the money already. What can you so... do for twenty five grand, Steven Spielberg? <laughs> they're like, we're hiring like eighty year olds. You know like, how, you, how you made duels for like three dollars? We're gonna cut that. Spielberg's like, I make that. In an hour. How dare you? <laughs> oh man, go for it. So yeah, he's afraid of flying. Oh no, it's a no dark kidding. and stormy night mm-hmm. at ten thousand feet in this plane. Is there turbulence? We're gonna have well, some there turbulence, is ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Buckle he's up. doing the he's doing the grip the seat arms and stuff. Yeah. Uh, does he have like a seatmate that hates being next to him because he's annoying? He's probably got like someone next to him sleeping S- or snoring. Yeah. He's probably got like a little kid kicking. He's got the back a little his... kid in front of him who ke- he has like a gun and he keeps like yeah he pulls it on him. pulling bang, the bang. trigger. It's like pew, 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 yeah. Pew, pew. Um, There's airline. Uh, what are they called now? I forget. What do they like to be called? Stewardess. Is that the right one? Uh, Stewardess. Flight attendant. There are airline flight attendants going up and down the, the aisles trying to help him, give him calm, get him drunk, do whatever they can. Yeah. Because he's just not. He's, he's just, just not having good. a hard flight, mm-hmm. man. You know. And what does he uh, see when he? Uh, he <laughs> so looks he, up the, uh, he figures. He figures. I'm window. in a plane in uh-huh. a storm. The yeah, best yeah, 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 choice yeah, yeah. is to look at the storm out the window. <laughs> yeah, what's going on outside? <laughs> a good, a good just, way to calm just... yourself when you're afraid of flying is to Pull look outside right the plane. <laughs> yeah. Which I've definitely like. I've been on planes. Are you looking? And for I've gotten. I've gotten those like those like plane wing seats, and I'm like. 
But what if a gremlin just like? You're thinking right about it, you're sitting there, there. you like think you see some on the corner, and you're like, what was that? I sometimes this, see like an off-color panel on the wing, and I was like, why would they have to replace that panel? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that panel? It's not... No, like why is that one flapping and dangling? That's not the original part of the plane. I wonder what happened to that. Why did that get replaced? <laughs> but yeah, he sees something out on the wing. Mm. And this thing... It, does he take... Is he calm about it when he sees this thing? Yeah, he's he like, like, really he's relaxed? like, whatever, shuts the shade, and then credits roll, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to see here. No, he starts losing it, but because he's been so antsy prior to this, that everyone's just like, ah, this guy's just having a tough flight. Look, mm-hmm. he's hallucinating now. Right, because he's like, hey, there, there's something on the wing. There's something on the wing. There's something on the wing. And they look, and there's nothing. There's nothing not on there. the wing. Nothing on the wing. He's that just being crazy. He's just a crazy guy who hates flying. That's it. Mm-hmm. But that thing comes back. Yeah. It comes back a couple times. <laughs> a couple times. And this time, it's like, oh, let me just pull out a bunch of cords and wires. <laughs> yeah, it's like ripping up the wing. Yeah. The, 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 the thing is shot with, like, strobe light. A lot of foggy and smoke. And there's this just, so like, hideous yeah. beast. You can't get a good look at it. Oh, no, like, yeah. That thing so is they shoot it. They shoot it yeah. real well. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, you know, you can't quite see it. You see, it, like, John like, Lithgow oh. in the window and his thing just, like, sparks flying. And just, like, it's just wrecking up this plane. Yanking on the... the, the yeah. Wind, just having, yeah. Having a good time. Just <laughs> having a grand old time mm-hmm. on that wing, you know? And the best part is when he closes that thing. Because uh-huh. I think they give him some medicine. They give him some, like, tranquilizers. Yeah, yeah, they, like, try to calm him down. He does end up, like, calming down, because he sees, like, enough of it where he's, like, every time I look, it's nothing, and it's like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Give he, me that yeah, He, like, convinces himself that he's hallucinating yeah. even, yeah. People, Until... People convince him. It's like, you, you, you're you nuts, dog. Yeah. Just relax. There's nothing out there. Right, even that I've kid's this like, this guy's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just calm down. Don't look out the wing anymore. Let's close the shade. Don't look out there. It's Don't fine. Do it. Don't Take do this it. blanket. Relax. Yeah. Cuddle up. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's gonna be okay. But then what happens? But no, I have to look. He's I have got, to look. What's up? Gotta what's look. After, one what's after right time. now? And then he lifts that up, <laughs> and that thing is right, right there, there in the window. Oh man! It's room full of windows. Oh man! But I think it. Um, yeah, it's just in the window. Yeah, and John time. Lithgow just freaks his beak like nobody's business. <laughs> because there's a there's a police officer on the the plane as well. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that guy has a pistol, mm-hmm. and he he grabs that pistol because he wants to shoot that gremlin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think he does shoot the window out. Yeah, Oof. and it causes like a bunch of things to like fly around. Yeah. And... The masks come down. Right, and so it gets like really chaotic up there. It's emergency mm-hmm. land. Right. The gremlin, you see it, full force. Yeah. In all of its glory. Doesn't he get sucked, like, his head is kind of, like, out of the plane? Yeah, something weird happens like that, yeah. Oh, Because there's a moment, because where he he, the, the gremlin gives him, like, the Matumbo <laughs> finger, or, like, the, sh- the shush. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shh, because they do it in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Later in the cell saga. Yes, they do. <laughs> where perfect cell attacks a plane and they recreate the scene. <laughs> do they exactly really? They do. It's really Z. good. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, man. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But So if I remember right, the ending is like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what happened. Yeah. Then they get off and then there's like a, hey Marv, what happened to this wing? <laughs> yeah. And like they realize, oh. It's, it was being. Because the audience the whole up. time isn't sure whether it's real or not either yeah because he's he's being like like an ambulance is is about to take him away to the hospital like he's being like on a on a stretcher that's why i thought they were in an ambulance in the beginning because i thought they come back at the end and there's a payoff oh closes the anthology with that Mm. yeah that makes sense that would make sense but i don't think so okay (laughs) (laughs) that would make sense next uh, someone called john landis next time be like hey got some tips for you buddy how to make a movie (laughs) i'm pretty sure they're oh no 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 they wrap it up that way Dan Aykroyd oh, is in, the, the ambulance, ambulance driver, driver okay. and he's like he's like you, you want to see something really scary oh, yeah he says man. the same thing that's crazy that wow so you had a big scare up there huh oh yeah want to see something really scary Boomerang. John Landis. Well, we, I think we nailed this movie, so it's just going to be like a kind of a... Yeah, it was great. A more summation after this. Maybe, yeah. this is, maybe this is only a part one. I don't know. Here, No, here's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. We're, we're watching this. Yeah. 
Yes. I want everyone to go and find one Twilight Zone movie that they have, or Twilight Zone episode that they haven't seen. Haven't seen, okay. From the original series, and then we'll you'll, you'll share. We'll have that. We'll yeah, talk we'll about have that. that. I have some DVDs if you need to we'll borrow anything. We'll have it in the anything. back pocket. You, there's there's you also watch, Netflix. You watch, a, you watch the best 1980 version. You watch the best episode from the 1980s and let us know. Okay. You, you haven't seen any of that one, Okay, right? yeah, just, yeah, Just yeah, the yeah. pilot. Yeah. Yeah, I will do that. Okay. I'll watch the best 2000s. Oh, watch no, the best seventies. We'll, we'll each watch right. a situation. Yeah, I got the best deal. Yeah, you, I gave you the the easy one. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> so, that's in part two for more Twilight Zone talk. I want you to be to the Twilight Zone. This is a madhouse. Feels like being cloned. That's all I know. Part two. That's all anyone. There's knows. also the other Twilight Zone song. That's the 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 dancey rap Rocky version that came out in the nineties. How's that go? I'll sing it in part two. Ooh. Hey, you like trivia? Yeah. Okay. Want to play TV theme songs? Sure. You know how to play that? Oh, I'll hum a theme song. If you guess it, you get to hum one. If you if you if I guess it, I get to have it back. Okay. If you get three in a row, you win. Okay, I'm okay. good at that. Okay, I'll start. Ba ba da da ha 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 ha. Ba da 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 ha ha ha. Want a hint? See hun. See hun. Go. All right. Perry Mason. You got it. How about this one? Know it? Look at that fossil. It's stuck over there in the tar. Look at that old man. He looks like an old ape. What is it? No. Look at that old bone. It could be worth a bucks. What is it? I don't know. Look at those two apes. This must be where they lived. Boom, boom. Look at that city. Let's continue to dig. What is it? Boom. Really don't know. It's National Geographic. <laughs> National Geographic. Welcome back to the. <laughs> Podcast. We watched The Twilight Zone, the movie. And it was a movie of yeah. a TV show. There was a lot. It really was. I learned about this <laughs> mm. that I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know something. I didn't know a lot of things. There's some behind the scenes well, yeah. things. We, did you? What? What? Um, where do we start? Yeah, uh, we got everything right. Right. Oh, everything is 100 percent right. Were there anything that surprised you or um, the uh, without... the, the effects? Yes, in Joe Dante's. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, it surprised me how good all those the real quality, puppets. All the especially the bunny puppet. Yeah. Looked amazing. He looks real good. Yeah, when you 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 had mentioned in the part one that it gets kind of it's Beetlejuicey almost like, mm-hmm. and and that is exactly right. It, it does. That, the, when that German bunny comes out of the hat, doors. holy cow! I feel like the living room is constantly changing. Yeah, is anyone else? Did anyone well, see the, that? The whole house was so cool. Like when mm-hmm. they go upstairs, and the 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 whole house in the upstairs is black and white basically and like mm-hmm. they're walking around mm-hmm. in its color and you're like oh, yeah. what yeah. it was there was just some really subtle production design on that film that i think was really good yeah he really cared about what he was doing mm-hmm. it's a beautiful little uh, short there yeah holy it was moly so good it was strong. so creepy mm-hmm. and nightmare at twenty thousand feet come on that one's just a oh my god! How great is that shot? George, oh, George Miller directed that one. Yeah, that, yes. you, we got yeah. that wrong. Mm-hmm. And that was that was exactly right. Yes, I think. And it was funny because I, I I actually I watched the um, original afterwards, and I'm like, they're both good, but they what they did with the movie was exactly what they needed to do. I think with this movie, the they camera really movements good. and yes. techniques, it was like Mad Max camera movements in a plane. It was like so many zoom ins and zoom outs. And, and John Lithgow was John Lithgow was amazing. Mm-hmm. He was so right for that role. And all the extras like were in the story. There's a part yeah. where the uh, there's a John Lithgow first time freaks out. Everyone rushes to one side of the plane, and the camera just like moves through the aisleway, and we just see like row after row of people hit the hit the um, windows, like looking out of it. Mm-hmm. So oh sweet. yeah, yeah, yeah. When he announces, yeah, that there's something on right. the wing. On the wing. Everybody in the plane has a. Purpose. There's something out there on the wing. <laughs> there, there was one. There's like a, I had a frame by frame move this film at one point because. When he when his eyeballs fly out when of his, his head. eyeballs fly out of his head <laughs> I shouted it went, did his eyeballs fly out of his we head went, yeah when I was watching it I, like it happened and I was just like wait what I feel and like it I happens back, in Mad Max that literally again. happens in Mad Max yeah, and I was like 
Am I still saying this right? I had a, I, that's when I like pulled it up and I had to, like frame by frame through this thing and I was like, what? It might be a callback. It's so interesting. Because there's yeah. a scene in, Ma- in the original Mad Max, right before this guy blows up, you see his eyes change into what looks like cartoonish eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it definitely was... an Easter egg for Mad Max fans. I think so. That monster tearing up that wing is so awesome. I think it's freaking crazy. I love what, what, the, my, when it Dikembe Mutembo's him, it does yeah. like, no, 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 not on my plane. I was, I was dying, man. That whole bit was so good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. No, but was that was that before that basketball player? No. I don't, I, it was, It was. yes. Yeah. I meant to say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, the movie came out before he was yeah. the thing. Okay. I would assume so. Deke was a 90s, 90s guy. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he stole that from the Twilight Zone, the movie, that segment, right? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> it was just, He was like one of the best blockers of all time. Every time he would just block a shot. Yeah, because he, he was like tumbo, yeah. he was like a tower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was so big, that man. <laughs> so many block shots. Oh, man. Um, I wasn't real impressed with the Steven Spielberg. The, I was, you know was going to say, the, the Spielberg <laughs> oh. short was, was one of the most Spielborgian shorts I'd seen. The soundtrack was like straight from Hook. Yeah, it sounded like yeah. it. Like the, the soundtrack was exactly, or even Goonies. Like I would say, the soundtrack is exactly the same as what you would expect from those movies. And I was, I was kind of like, can we wrap it up? He didn't care. Uh, that makes sense. He <laughs> shot that in six days. Whoa! And he did whatever he was contract contractually obligated to do, wow. and no more. He didn't want to do it? No. Well, he, he got a sign, kick the can, and he was like, I don't no, care No, he chose kick the can because of how easy it, it would be to make. <laughs> that makes sense. That's so funny. Because after, cause the, accident, the John Landis thing happened first. He made his movie first, and, it's, and the helicopter oh. accident happened, and they still had to continue making the film. Oh, man. Oh I see, I see. Okay. So there was a That's trivia so where Steven Spielberg basically doesn't talk to John Landis anymore about it, and he did. He like wanted off the film, but it was just, it just literally couldn't get out of his contract. Yeah. So he's like, okay, um, what short can I make in six days out of Twilight Zone? Kick the can. Fine. It's like two locations and outside of an you know house what? and inside of a house and it's done. You know, he made the right decision, <laughs> but it's it's also extremely sad. Yeah. Yeah. For all parties involved. We could have got a, probably a good short. Yeah. But he just wanted it to get done. Yeah, he could have picked like a monster of an episode. He was going to do Monsters on Maple Street. Uh, oh, wow. And then he was like, no, it'd be too difficult. I just want to do this one and get out. You know what, though? It's a good thing he didn't do that because that episode stands alone as such a good episode because it doesn't require what if Spielberg any was going to be make, it's remaking just, it. It's, so, it's just solid writing. Yeah. yeah. But if someone could, could make that. Again, if Spielberg it would be had Spielberg. time, if he, yeah. I mean, he like cared about doing it, he, he managed, that would have been good. He managed to salvage something from Ready Player One, and, and I don't think anyone else could have done that. So I think he could have pulled this off. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of oh course. man, it's it's kind of sad, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it shows. The only good part about that shore was the guy from The Shining who was Scatman yeah. Brothers. Yeah. He's so good. Big old smile. I like him a lot and all the time. Like I want him in everything. But so we did have that correct. Yeah. Or no. What I forgot what we said in part one about the ending, the very end. Oh of that. yeah. So the ending. Oh yeah. So we thought. So I said that one person changed. Uh huh. But I thought it was the the grumpy guy, yeah, uh, and it ended up not being that guy. Mm-hmm. It was just so, some other. So basically, all of the old people at the re- retirement home they become young again. Mm-hmm. But then most of them have legitimate concerns of like, well, who's going to take care of yeah. us? Yeah, where are we going to live? Mm-hmm. And they're like, we'd rather just be back who we were before. But then one of them decides not to not to change. And in the original, they do all go back to being kids, and they just run off into the streets. Yeah. And there's one grumpy puss who's been naysaying the whole sh- short, and at the very end he goes to the kids and was like, take me with take you. Take me with you. I wanted to go. I didn't know. So they kind of just no, reversed wait, the twist. Wait, but in Kick the Can in the movie, yeah. did he end up going with that with that no, guy? No, just one no. kid left. The one kid left, and he, that was when he finally stopped being grumpy was when that kid was leaving. But then he did and want he like, to go. Wait, can I come too? And they're yeah. like, sorry, man, you missed a chance. You missed his chance. I did like the ending too. Right at the end, when then uh, uh, he goes to like the next retirement home to like it's like just what he does. He gives people the chance to be young again. That's just the Twilight Zone ending, right? I know, and I feels like the Twilight Zone. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, overall, it was kind of strange watching this because it is a movie of a TV show, and it feels 
you couldn't do this any other way, I don't think. Yeah, it's an anthology movie is an interesting beast. Yeah, yeah it is. Too far between it being good. Have you guys ever watched and now for something completely different? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. Yeah. That's so that's true. just like Monty Python took their best skits and they're like, let's remake the skits mm-hmm. because now we have more money. And then you just can see like the good stuff remade. That's true. That's and true. this is exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, aside from one story just being like a total new idea yeah this does feel like something though that works better watching it as a home movie than it does in a theater i think i don't know if this would work in a theater as well um i think it might fall into that category like say like it did do really bad in the theater where yeah yeah the only two segments that would be worth watching in the last two without a doubt that's Mm. to watch those two in a giant theater would be awesome yes i think yeah i think you're right but that's about it Mm -hmm. so that's probably enough about that movie. Do you want me to talk about my? I want. I want to go first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, want to go yeah, first? Talk yeah. about your episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I watched a 2000s version of the Twilight Zone. 2002. Very exciting. Hosted by the Forest Whitaker. Yep. And he <laughs> showed up for one second, said his line, and got out of there. In and out. <laughs> I tried to look up the best episode of the 2000s yeah there was some controversy okay there was one episode that was on somebody's best that appeared on somebody's worst Ooh, interesting. So I was like, where does this go that sounds like the episode you want to watch then <laughs> yeah <laughs> i watched another one called one night at mercy it had george alexander in it mm. jason alexander that's the one george can't stand you <laughs> The movie starts with the doctor ripping open a patient and like fixing him and saving his life. He like is looking for an aorta and like the he's under pressure to like save this person. He eventually does. That's when Forrest Whitaker comes in and says his line. We get like a Marilyn Manson style remix of the Twilight Zone song. Oh snap. <laughs> it, oh, is, snap. it is disruptive and bad. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. There's a suicide victim that comes in and he's tried to he said he was hanging by the ceiling for an hour. Oh, and it's George Alexander, revealed to be him. Jason. And Jason. Damn, I'm doing it every time, aren't I? <laughs> it's okay. He's George Alexander from now. George Costanza shows up, and he says that he is death. There's no, like, sort of teasing or anything about it. He's just like, I'm death. I'm the Grim Reaper dog. And it's like, they don't believe him. Like, there's a doctor that is like... Yeah, whatever, dog. Mm-hmm. But suddenly, people stop dying across the world oh my because God. death just tried to take a day off. <laughs> oh man! Whoa! There's a scary moment. Um, well, he gets him to believe that he's death by saying, "Look up the first person to ever die." But it's Bill Johnson, and it's Bill Johnson. <laughs> He's like, okay, that was a good guess, <laughs> wait, I guess. Wait, 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 wait. The, the first uh, person ever? Let me check the master in the, record in the of... Hospital, oh, the oh okay. The whole, the whole thing takes place in one hospital. I was like, hospital. are we saying the first human being was named Bill Johnson? <laughs> there's <first? laughs> there's some, some caveman named Bill Johnson. Is like, oh, Bill Johnson shit. died. Four locations in this movie, all at the hospital. We got the patient's room. We got the secretary's office. We got the morgue. And we got the roof of the building. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... So it works out. It's Bill Johnson was the first person to die in the hospital. Suddenly, there's a terrible accident, and a bunch of people get rushed into the emergency room, and they can't die. <laughs> they're all they're like, like they're all pain destroyed and, and, oh and my god! Up. And like they're just like they're checking their vitals. And oh like, it's like, it's like what's going on? Oh man! So that's when he so finds- they have to convince death to like. Yeah, Kill he these people. Death. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, he goes to death. Death escape. He's like he's missing. He's just hanging out in the morgue, like doing soliloquies to patients or whatever. <laughs> Eventually, George Alexander and the doctor have this heart to heart on the roof of the hospital, and he's like, "You got to go back to work, dog. This is <laughs> unacceptable. It's like we need you to to do it." And he's like, "For four and a half billion years, I've been working." I try to take one day off, and then this is what happens. Oh, man. Dude, how many people could die in one day? Yeah. Dude, you'd yeah. be backlogged. <laughs> and Death has this moment, so he's, like, holding a rose. It's like, people don't know, but I kill plants, too. Oh, oh man. Yeah, that's it's like this, too much work. It's like, I have kill, all this like, work to like do. Animals Anything and stuff? Anything that does, Jeez. yeah. That's too much work. And Death has a little pocketbook of everybody's name in it, like, that he's ever killed. And the doctor has it, and he's about to give it back to Death. But then the death's like, 
why don't you go ahead and look at that pocketbook? And he opens it, and his name is in it. Oh, shit. And he's like, you be- Jason Alexander, as death says, you better sit down. They're on a bench on a roof, because why not? <laughs> okay. And then suddenly, the guy has to have the have a headache. He's got a mad headache. The whole episode, he's been, like, scratching his head, like he's been in pain. Oh, Apparently, no. he had just, like, an aneurysm. Oh, man. Oh, and his no. ghost and Jason Alexander walk off into the distance. And so he's back to work. Mm-hmm. Death goes back to work. Yeah, yeah. that exact. Death moment. goes back to work. That's yeah. a good. That's title. a better title. <laughs> yeah, a good title. <laughs> and that was it. It was a short, sweet twenty minutes. That mm-hmm. sounds like a good uh, Twilight Zone episode. It's got a really cool twist. I've never even thought about that. <laughs> Death takes a day off. Yeah, people. This is the whole people premise. arrive like dying, but they can't die. That's funny. That's crazy well, to I'm think thinking about. about. I'm thinking about like the Family Guy when Death sprains his ankle and he's like in their living room and like that. That people are jumping off buildings now because they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like that, but it's like the goofy version. That's kind of like I, interesting premise. What did you think overall, though? Did it work? No, it was bad. Oh, there was a three-minute monologue that Jason Alexander gives. That's pretty good. And mm. Like he's he's acting really hard. Is it like Dunstan level acting? Because yeah, he's trying real real hard. It's almost yeah. like theatrical, which most Twilight Zones are. Mm-hmm. And I think he only did this because of that three-minute monologue that he got to do about how hard it is to be deaf. Yeah, yeah. And he needed the work. Sure. <laughs> and it was Twilight Zone. Why yeah, not? Yeah, well, of course. Mm-hmm. All right, Andy. You, did you watch an episode of the Twilight Zone? I did. Zone? I had classic Twilight you Zone. You had classic 1959. <clears throat> so I'm waiting for to just say the title episode, and Andy's going to be like, oh, yeah, so this happens. Seen <laughs> so wait, okay, first, before you do that, how did you choose which episode? I didn't want to look at watch. any list or anything. So what I did was I basically just scrolled through episodes on Netflix reading descriptions and i was like trying to figure out which one sounded interesting that i had definitely not seen before um which was more than i thought i thought i'd seen a lot of these and then scrolling through them there's like so Man, many there's so many that i seasons haven't had seen like 30 plus episodes yeah. oh yeah there's five seasons it's a lot the um, fourth season is like hour-long episodes yeah and i mine is from season two which you can now i'm pretty sure you can find that because we got cbs all access Ooh. <laughs> we've been accessed up <laughs> but yeah from season two it's called uh penny for your thoughts uh and i do you assume you know all this uh yeah that's like early in the season i believe it is yeah it's early yeah. In, in the season um, I, I don't re- i remember the title you have to remind so me. it's like this dude's like walking to work and he stops to buy a paper and to buy the paper he like flips a coin into the guy like the paper dude's vendor's like box and it lands on its side it doesn't like fall flat and so the newspaper vendors guys like oh my gosh that's incredible look at that the coin is on its side and the guy's like whatever he leaves and then suddenly discovers he can now read people's thoughts (laughs) he's got what women want powers it is it's 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 sort of like it's sort of like if the mask met what women want that's the sort of that's what this episode is so like because he is a stanley ipkiss like he works at a bank and he's kind of a pushover dude and um so like he he suddenly starts realizing he can read these thoughts and he starts freaking out he's just like i don't want to hear people's thoughts i think at some point in the episode he even mentions he's like like i always wanted superpowers but i thought it'd be something like seeing people without their clothes on i was like that's where you went guy that's where you went with your superpower was seeing people naked um, it's a legitimate power <laughs> but i don't want to be invisible that's why i can just go hide in your house while you undress yeah you know you it's even sk- creepier you know yeah You're like i can hear someone breathing yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like really cold in your room you see there's a little frothy like come out of my mouth they hit the corner you see it like drips of yeah. sweat just fall from the sky yeah. i like try to run out like, like, what like, is like hit, hit my knee on the thing ah it's like brad is that you it's like oh no dog oh man that's the invisible man <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so he goes to his job. Um, he like, he realizes his like boss is having an affair. He finds out that this girl that works in their office that gets uh, classic 50s sexually harassed the entire time um, has like a crush on him. Um, and then he finds out like, he's like sitting at his desk and there's like this 80 year old dude that works next to him. And he's like, starts reading his thoughts. And this dude's thoughts are basically like, today's the day. I'm just going to walk in that vault with my briefcase at 4.30. I'm just going to take as much money as I can put in there. I'm just going to leave. It's like by the time they realize the money's gone, I'll be on a boat to Bermuda. And so being a weenie, he's like, I got to tell my boss. <laughs> <laughs> and like the 80-year-old dude's do, like whole thing too was like, he's like, I poured like 40 years of my life into this company and I'm still at the same damn desk I've been at for 40 years. This company doesn't, this bank doesn't appreciate me. Yikes. And 
So he goes and tells the boss, he's like, the old guy's going to rob the bank. And this boss is so funny. There's like, there's these moments where it's, it, it, it feels like quaint. And I think that adds, I think, to the actual goodness of the episode. It feels very quaint because this boss is like, that's ridiculous. How could you know this? Uh, and then he stops and like has like this monologue to himself, which could have been like him reading thoughts. But no, this, he just says this out loud. When the boss <laughs> standing, he's like, but it is always the ones that you trust the most. When That's when you let your guard down and he must be about to do it. And so yeah. they like, they stop the guy coming out of the vault and empty his briefcase in front of the entire bank. And there's nothing in it. He didn't steal anything. And this is this is another one where I was like, oh man, now this dude, this is like it's gonna be a big conflict and everything. But no, the old man's like, it's he like goes up to the, to the guy, the the main character guy, and was just like, he's like, I've thought about robbing this bank every day for like the past twenty years. He's like, but I'll never do it because I'm a coward. <laughs> and just and the guy's <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I definitely thought you were robbing the bank. And the old guy's like, don't worry about it. It just like leaves. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, amazing. Right. It's really funny. But so then finally, like he yeah, just because you think of it doesn't mean it's gonna exactly. Happen. And that was kind of his thing where he's like, just because the guy was think- having these thoughts doesn't mean that's what's happening. So they're right. just thoughts, yeah. exactly. Right. That. <laughs> I have thoughts about murdering both of you all the time. Doesn't mean I'm ever gonna do it. No. Well, yeah. Because you're Wait, a coward. You're... Okay. He didn't blink when he looked at me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean that you did not blink what when you looked mean? at me after you said that. But what mm. does that imply? But he. <laughs> He tells yeah. he tells the You're lady. Paranoid, Andy. I'm scared. He tells the lady <laughs> who paranoid. has a crush on him, and he kind of has a crush on her about this. He's like, "I'm hearing, I'm hearing people's voices in my head. So I can hear what they're thinking about me." And she's like, "She's like, what a weirdo!" And like in her, you know, in her thoughts. And he's like, "I'm not a weirdo." And she's like, "That's even weirdoier." <laughs> like they, they kind of. She has like this weird skepticism where she's like skeptical, but not like. <clears throat> alarmed at this the, this proposition <clears throat> and finally like he he confronts his boss basically about the fact that he deserves um a promotion or something oh like he gets fired because he loses an account because he knows this guy trying to take out a loan is going to bet on horses with it instead of investing in his business which is what he told the bank so he originally says to the dude like you can't take out a loan to bet on horses and this guy gets real mad and leaves and the manager's like you lost us the one of our biggest accounts Zipkiss. And <laughs> fires him, and then then he does the the old man's gonna rob the bank thing, and the boss is like, "Wow, we really need you around here. I guess your old job's waiting for you if you want it back." And like basically, the girl, the, the woman who has the the crush on him, is like, she in her head, she's like, "If you can really read thoughts, you should ask for a promotion. Everyone knows you should be re- like running the accounts division." She's just like thinking this in her head, and he's like hearing her thoughts, so he's just like, "You know what?" And he, like, stands up to his boss finally. He's like, I deserve to be the head of the accounts division. And she's like, don't back down. Keep going for this. Like, she's, like, sending him emotional, like, pep talk about asking for this promotion. Mm. And, like, his boss is like, this is, no, I would would never do that. And then finally he tells, he, like, like, sidles up to his boss. He's like, I know about you. And the boss is like, here, the promotion's yours. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, then he basically just leaves with the girl, like, the the woman. They, like, kind of, he's like, can I walk you home? And they they leave, and as they're walking home, he passes the newspaper guy again and bumps the box, and the coin falls over. Mm-hmm. It had been standing on its edge the whole day, and the newspaper guy was like, oh, what'd you do that for? Some guy flipped a coin, and it landed on its edge. I was keeping like that all day. And then he realizes it's the same guy, and he goes, oh, it's you. Well, you knocked your coin over, and he's standing there, and all of a sudden he's like, I can't hear thoughts anymore. <laughs> and this is a perfect little nice... It's a fun little... It wraps up... And he's like, yeah. he's so relieved He's like, he had this power and it was like, it, it really changed his life for yeah. the better, but he did not want it. I'd want that and for so, a day. Yeah. So that's he's a, like, he, he's that's like super excited that he doesn't have this power anymore and they just leave. And I was like, it was one of the the good ending Twilight Zones. Mm-hmm. And I, I was half expecting him to like step off the curb and get hit by a car at the end or something. For a second, yeah. I thought the girl was like setting him up for failure. I thought so too, but almost. The way you were describing The way she it. was doing it. But no, no, she was right. Like he needed yeah. to stand up for no, himself. because she liked him. And, yeah. Sure. And that so could have been a front. Could have been a twist. Yeah, it was. Maybe, it was good. It was maybe, a good maybe. episode. I really liked it. Definitely Take us to the eighties, Andy. Okay, so I was put deciding... on your parachute pants. <laughs> Let me do that. <laughs> the first thing I noticed about the eighties Twilight Zone is that one episode involves maybe three different stories. Okay, so like some of the episodes are shorter and some are a little bit longer, mm. but like an so average episode like is like seventeen minutes. Wow, that's a yeah. shorties. That is yeah, shorties. so there's some shorties in here. Yeah. Um, 
on the show. Dude. So the one that I I just watched because I wanted to I, I have been watching a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I just watched, I'll talk about, which was actually the teleplay was written by a younger George R. R. Martin. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that's pretty. cool. There's actually some uh, pretty big names on the '80s Twilight Zone, like Stephen King mm-hmm. is on there. Wes Craven is on there. Oh, wow, He's directed yeah. a couple episodes. How many dragons were in the episode you watched? Exactly zero. Oh, that's weird. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. I couldn't believe it. Was King's Landing in it? No. And he's couldn't, find it. And couldn't find it. And he's White Walk. How many White Walkers were in that Siblings episode? banging in it? Is that, is that, was that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Did a lot what? of main characters die? Like, right at the start of it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. No, okay. So the story was called The Toys of Callahan. And it was about... So it started with a... There's an autistic child who's like maybe 17 18 somewhere around there mm-hmm. and his parents are much older they look like they're in their maybe mid 60s how do you like the aesthetic of the 80s <clears throat> it looks kind of like the 70s in a way a little bit yeah mine definitely looked just like it was shot on a vhs camera oh really oh yeah we got the, oh, the wow. four by three just classic video pumped it out yeah the, i think uh this is also four by three as well yeah the old school is just like i don't know if they're like redoing but every like older episode of twilight zone is in it's in widescreen. It was, oh, it was all shot on film. Mm-hmm. Like every time I watch, maybe they do some mm. sort of like weird correction to it. But I watched it on Hulu or whatever, and or Netflix. Interesting. Yeah, it's, that's a good. It, it's, it's, it's I, I didn't frame. even think about it, but uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's, hmm. the one thing I noticed about the '80s Twilight Zone so far is that like for for it being like 25 years later. Somehow the quality of like the editing and the film techniques are worse than the fifties. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. It's kind of sad. There was a lot of coke in the eighties. <laughs> it's kind of sad. I'm like some of these effects suck. Yeah. Oh man. That's some of the eighties movies. It's part of. Like, it's part of the. I feel like the eighties was like. Uh, yeah. They were the. The whole goal was to make as much as possible for as cheap as possible that, that was, was the thing. that's the embodiment of the 80s is yeah like, and everything got worse the technology got worse access the audio got worse the video got worse yeah. like everything and got it worse shows yeah. sometimes yeah <laughs> so in this story uh the the boy is he's verbal to a degree but like the parents are very restrictive of him they don't mm. want him to be like out in public they don't want want to like overindulge him with like treats and stuff and mm-hmm. But the, the boy at the beginning of the story, like, as they're sitting down to dinner, he, he keeps going, like, donuts, donuts, donuts. I want to eat donuts. Yeah, that's what and, I, as sounds you like do. I do. Yeah, yeah. Of sounds, course. And they're like, no, day. you got to eat your dinner first. Like, you can't have donuts just yet. Donuts for dinner. And then the kid punches someone and goes, hurts, donut. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, Twilight Zone. <laughs> you Classic got, Twilight Zone. I, got, I just entered the Twilight Zone. <laughs> The other thing that's weird about the 80s one is there's no narration whatsoever. Oh, oh no, 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 sorry. There no, there's, there's no host whatsoever. Okay. Mm. And there's only narration at the end of episodes, mm. but it also seems like the narration is only at the end of the last episode of that hour block. We're super oh. late, late to it, but Burgess Meredith did the movie narration. He did. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, they're sitting down to dinner. The boy eats his dinner, and then like they're like, okay, we'll give you a donut. But they go to their fridge and they pull out a laminated like like picture and they show him the donut and he says bring and the donut just appears in his hand. Whoa! And he just starts eating the donut. What's the laminated picture of a donut? It, yeah, yeah. So he goes to bed, but then the dad's like, "I didn't even really show him the photo this time. It just appeared." Oh! And he's like, "If he's able to do that, like we don't know what he's doing at at bedtime. Like he could be like like eating like ten donuts." Just making them appear. Mm-hmm. And so you don't really know what's going on exactly. Can he only summon donuts? That, that's what we assume so far. Yeah. But then the next scene, the boy has like a terrible stomach ache. And mm-hmm. he's just like screaming and he's crying. He's full of donuts. Right, which is what the dad says. <laughs> yeah. He said he made he made them appear with me not even really showing them the photo. So he could have had 10 donuts. He could he probably just has a stomach ache. But then they're like debating. They want the doctor to be called in. And the mom's like, well, bring the doctor here. And they're like, doctors don't do house calls anymore. And so they're like, we have to take him to the ER. And they're mm-hmm. like freaked out. They're like, like it's going to be a lot. We don't know if yeah. we want to take him to the ER. But they have to. So they go to the ER and then pretty quickly, like, they're pretty controlling of the situation. They're like, we want a private room. Like, we don't want him to be interacting with other kids. And so the social workers called in and they're like trying to file a CPS case to see if like there's some kind of abuse going on. Mm. 
but they don't really get like the clear answers and the the parents. Well, you know those social workers, <clears throat> just yeah, garbage. They, they definitely made them lowest made... common denominator. <laughs> just the person. worst. You <laughs> would do that, you even. jerks. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely made the social worker look like the bad person yeah. in this episode, which is a little sad. <laughs> um, so anyway, they find out that the the kid ended up getting um, the stomach flu oh. or something like that. It was like food poisoning, I think, hmm. and so. They they end up sending him a, a, a back home, or the parents take him back home, and the social worker's like, "Well, I'll just follow up with them back at their house another day." And so the the next thing that you get to realize is that um, oh well, while they were at the hospital, the social worker tried to give him some kind of pamphlet of something. It was like a magazine or something like that. Mm. And the dad was like, "Don't show him that. Like, don't don't let him look at that stuff." But he got to look at it anyway. So then later on, when he's back at his um, at his house, he's recalling the magazine that he saw earlier. How do they show that? Like- so, <clears throat> I mean, it just goes to like a flashback of like him. Uh, okay, so him, like him looking at the magazine really quick, and yeah. then it says "bring," and the magazine just appears in his hand. Oh, nice. Okay. So then, the, then you realize that this kid has powers where he can bring anything. Mm-hmm. As long as he sees it, he can bring it to himself. So now he has this whole magazine that he can look through and he can bring anything in there. Mm-hmm. And then the next weird thing that really happens is the mom comes in to see what he's doing because he's been playing in his room for a while and he just has like blood all over his hands. <laughs> and she starts like freaking out like, what? what is going on? And then all of a sudden she just like grabs her chest and falls over. Oh, shit. This kid summoned a heart and it was her heart. Oh, wow. He summoned her heart out of her body. <laughs> and the, the magazine. That's awesome super villain power. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. He like Kali, he reverse Kali Mata. No, that's a regular Kali Ma. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's just the, the Kali Ma. Straight special. Kali Ma. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it, 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 it pans over and you see the magazine open and it's literally like a heart is like it's like about cardiovascular health oh man so he kills her and then a couple days later the social worker appears back at the house and she's like i think you're abusing this kid like all the windows are have like like boards up and like she's like i talked to your you know your your um is she, sister is she like yelling and, like, at the house or talking to the dad to the dad okay she's like I talked to your your sister and a cousin and your neighbor and like no one's ever like seen you take this kid out of the house. Like I think that you're like doing something to him. And so then he has to convince her like, no, he has this power. And basically like I've been protecting the world from, you know, from him and his powers because he doesn't really have good control over them. He just brings whatever he wants. And their mm-hmm. house is, like, full of just, like, random, like, toys and stuff that he's, like, bought. Yeah. Yeah. It's a take on the episode from the movie, right? Um, kind of, yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, sim- it's very similar. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> he convinces the social worker, like, yeah, this is a superpower. It's not, like, a parlor trick. And so then she, like, finally, like, she's like, but we, we could do something. Like, we could help him in some way. And, and it just... Basically turns out like they agree to disagree and she doesn't really know what to do. So she leaves. And the next thing is that the kid finds a photo of the mom and he immediately says, bring. Oh, man. And he brings her corpse to their living room. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she's like sitting on the couch like dead. Oh, man. And he starts freaking out. And the dad like comes back and he starts freaking out. He's like, don't look, don't look. And so the summation of the episode is that it's he's he shows him a photo fo- a photo and he says like hey wouldn't you like to be here like let's go to this place and you don't really know what they're talking about sends him off to an island somewhere yeah he's like he's like wouldn't you like to go to this island like he's like it's so beautiful and it's gonna be warm there and he brings it but it's literally just fire and so the entire house is engulfed in flames what it, it was wasn't like it wasn't an island or anything it was literally just a picture of fire. <laughs> And he, like, tricked this this kid into oh. bringing fire to the entire house. Oh, my gosh. So the entire thing is, like, gone. Wow. So it was, like, a sacrifice at the end. Wow. It is... Th- this episode was so blunt and very <laughs> emotional, <laughs> and I was like, this was jarring. It yeah. was really jarring. Oof. That's quite a that's quite a thing. But it was a good episode. And how long was it this? Right. Was it, how long was it? It was like seventeen was to 17 twenty minutes. minutes? Holy yeah. schmoly. It was pretty short. They booked it through that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whew. 
But did you have fun watching uh, Twilight Zone 2002? And I, I'm probably going to go back through and watch a whole bunch of the old ones now. I, <sighs> I really enjoyed it. My curiosity is peaked to see like what actors were in the 2000s, and I might cherry pick those. Yeah, that's as probably a, true. As a whole, it's probably you know yeah a reason why nobody watches it anymore, right? <laughs> or sure. talks about it, or just disappeared, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like those Twilight Zone, it's kind of like x files where there's like a whole bunch of guest stars throughout the entire series, and like, that's what you should really just look for, yeah. for a lot of those. I'm looking like, to see like, find actors who are famous now that like, showed up in that. That's yeah. kind of where my eye is going to draw to. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and it seems like that kind of happened in the original se- series, but, but yeah, then well, like yeah. the remakes, they, they bring in some like, big actors. Like, there were some big actors even in the 80s one. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's there's some big actors now. I was gonna say I see. Yeah, I saw the trailer. We'll talk about. I saw the trailer for that season. I was like, there's some major names in this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's wrapped for the Twilight that's Zone. It. The movie. We watched a lot of Twilight Zone. And we're still gonna watch. More we're gonna Twilight keep watching Zone. Twilight Zone <laughs> until we fall into the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Little did they know they were already in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Wow, wow, wow. Thanks for joining us in that episode. Our next episode we're doing has the tagline, Go for a ride you'll never forget. We remember Twister. Even as the seasons change, nature moves within itself. Its colossal power and its delicate beauty in perfect harmony. Perfectly, cosmically sane. Though periodically, nature will, in a kind of psychotic fit, go completely, randomly, mad. It's okay. It's okay. Here, it's all right. We're just gonna close. We need to get down to Stormfellow right now. Okay. Come on, Tom. Okay. Let's go. Let's all right. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go, sweetie. Hurry. Here we go. You don't have a son or a basement. Build the center part of your house. It's too late.